This feast was first celebrated in the Eastern Church, and was only gradually introduced into Europe during the 9th century. It was promoted by the Franciscans in the 13th century, and the Franciscan Pope Sixtus IV introduced it in Rome in 1477. Because Pope Clement XI extended it to the Universal Church in 1708, it received a special impetus toward the end of De La Salle's life. This might have promoted a special devotion among the First Brothers, and influenced this meditation by De La Salle. According to later regulations of the community of St. Jan, this feast is kept with great solemnity throughout the Institute, for it was after vowing to fast on the eve of this feast every year, in addition to the Friday fast, and to celebrate the feast and its octave solemnly, as far as they were able, that the brothers obtained letters patent from the King, and the Bull of Approbation of the Institute from the Holy See. Moreover, the Lord has provided the means needed to construct the chapel and other buildings at St. Jan, and has given prosperity to this house in a seemingly miraculous manner. On this day, just as on Easter Sunday, everything that is most beautiful will be used in the chapel. There is an indulgence for the celebration and also for the exposition of the Most Blessed Sacrament. During each day of the octave, four candles are lighted at Mass, and three brothers go to Holy Communion. From all eternity, God destined the Most Blessed Virgin to be the mother of His Son, and so formed her in soul and in body, that she was worthy to hold him in her womb. This is why he preserved her from anything that could be the least displeasing to him. Because it would have been a disgraceful thing for the mother of God to have had anything to do with sin. God, by an entirely special privilege, exempted her from original sin. It is true that we cannot understand how this came about. Nevertheless, it would be unbecoming for us to doubt the exemption she had from sin in her conception, for this is the pious and common sentiment of the faithful, and the Church accepts it as appropriate. Honor the Most Blessed Virgin today then, as the purest of all creatures, and the only one on earth who has been exempt from original sin. Tell her, with the whole Church, that she is all beautiful, and that in her soul there is no stain of sin, not even the sin that is common to all the human race. Beg her on this day, in virtue of this extraordinary grace that God gave her, to obtain for you from God, to be entirely freed from the corruption of the world, throughout your life. Ask that there no longer be found in you any habit of sin, for this is what makes a soul unworthy of God's special graces. Not only was the Most Blessed Virgin preserved from original sin in her conception, but also she had at that instant, a grace powerful enough to preserve her from all sin. This grace was so effective in her, that she never did commit a single sin, which led St. Augustine to say that, when we speak of sin, we must always exclude the Most Blessed Virgin. The Holy Fathers compare her to the Ark of the Covenant, which was made of incorruptible wood in order to indicate to us that from the very first instant of her being, she received the grace of innocence and original justice, which she never lost, even though like us, she was able to do both good and evil. Let us recognize that in the Most Blessed Virgin, there was never any action that did not make her worthy of God, that her soul was always filled with Him, 
so that he might prepare her to hold in a form within herself, the body of God. You have the happiness of often holding within you, the body of this same God. Offer him, then, by your holy actions, the respect you owe him. Always act in a manner that is worthy of him, so that he may desire to come to you, and to reside in you. Show by your behavior, that you understand how fortunate you are to possess him, and that although you cannot always have his sacred body within you, you do not cease to possess his spirit because of that. To make the most blessed virgin pure at the moment of her conception, God also preserved her from concupiscence, that is, from the inclination to sin, not willing that anything connected with sin be near her. Because God is holy, he had no desire to unite himself with a creature soiled by the slightest fault. Give thanks to God with Mary, for the great things he has done in her. Look upon her as the masterpiece from God's hands, and ask him to free you from everything that might contribute to make you fall into the least fault, especially into any of the sins, to which you are inclined in the world. <music>